0: to Plan, Style, Do, The Wedding Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 12 of Plan, Style, Do, The Wedding Podcast. I am your host, Jordan Weaver. I'm a wedding planner and stylist and founder of Jordan Weaver Events. Each week I bring you bite-sized episodes packed full of actionable tips and tricks from wedding planning experts to help simplify your wedding planning process. In today's episode, I'm chatting to Josie Eisen. She's a professional singer, a member of Sydney Band Duke and founder and director of an entertainment agency called Event Entertainers. As a wedding planner, I have seen how much entertainment and music in particular can completely change the atmosphere of your wedding. So it can be the difference between an absolutely rocking dance floor and all your guests just staying at their seats chatting. You really want to use music throughout your wedding day to create that amazing atmosphere and that amazing energy. So in today's episode, I'm asking Josie to share her tips on how you can plan your music to get the right atmosphere all the way through your wedding day, from the start of the ceremony through to the end of the night. Josie also talks us through that age-old question of band versus DJ and how to choose the right option for you and your guests. She also tells us how to choose the right songs that are guaranteed to be a hit with your crowd. Now, before we get started, I wanted to remind you, if you haven't already, to sign up to the Jordan Weaver Event newsletter. It's packed full of free wedding planning and styling tips, and it's delivered direct to your inbox every two weeks. So I'll pop a link in the show notes, or you can head to jordanweaverevents.com.au to sign up. But for now, let's dive into my chat with Josie Eisen from Event Entertainers. Welcome, Josie. Thank you so much for joining me.
1: Thank you, Jordan. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Before we dive right into the intricacies of uh, wedding entertainment, I did want to ask you, when I'm chatting to wedding professionals, I love to hear about how they got into the industry, what made them want to get involved in weddings in the first place. So tell me, walk me through, how did you become the founder and the director of Event Entertainers?
1: Well, I've always been a performer. I have always been passionate about entertainment management, but ultimately I wanted to play really great music um, for really great humans and um, and bring a lot of my friends along for the ride. And what better way to do that than for our wedding clients? Being able to play music for really great people on the most important day of their lives is a um, is an awesome career and an awesome way to, to support um, their creative work outside of, um, of gigs.
0: I feel like every time I've come to you, every time we've worked together and I said I need a certain type of musician or a certain type of act, it seems like you guys have got someone on the books um, at EE who fits the bill. So you're kind of a one-stop shop when it comes to that. Can you run me through the styles and the types of acts that you have at event entertainers? Because we're not talking just the standard top 40 style wedding bands. Are You've got a range of different artists um, who, who you provide for weddings? Yeah, absolutely. We do have quite a range. Um,
1: it is still a boutique stable. We didn't want to have a whole bunch of bands who are playing exactly the same songs and have a very, very similar style to each other because we're a really artist-driven agency. And we tend to find that our clients are really super passionate about the artists that they book, which is exactly what we what we want. And, you know, each artist in our stable is unique. We do have some string artists, we've got female keyboard vocalists, we've got female acoustic guitarist vocalists. We've got, um, you know, slamming, you know, 10-piece party bands. Um, we've got intimate, you know, three-piece jazz trios. There is sort of something there for for everyone and, and their tastes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I remember one wedding that we worked on together and um, you, Duke were playing, you were playing with Duke, and there was this incredible male vocalist who was playing at the time. And I saw a guest literally run from the bathroom. She came out of the bathroom Onto the dance floor because she just had to see who was singing. So I can definitely vouch for the the quality of your artists. They they are incredible. (laughs) Thanks, Jordan. So let's get into the nitty gritty when it comes to wedding entertainment. So how can a couple tailor their music to create an amazing atmosphere? What are your top tips for couples to really plan and tweak their music for their wedding so that they can really get that amazing atmosphere for their guests? Good
1: question usually during the planning process for us i ask our clients what's the vibe or style that you want to create What's the demographic like of your guests and friends and fam who are going to be there? And do you have any favourite artists or favourite songs that you love that you want to hear, particularly for special moments? And based on that information, we can usually make some recommendations on what will work really well um, at the ceremony, you know, during canapes, um, during dinner and, of, of course, on the dance floor as well. But usually with that information, we can kind of go, all right, well, we know that these clients are going to have most of their mates there and they're all in their um, you know, mid-30s and they love 90s rock. So we, we should include lots of rock tunes essentially and, and a few yeah. others that we know would work really, really well. Um, or for a particular song that they might have in mind, kind of go, all right, well, I know you like that particular artist, but I know that these other artists will also work really, really well and you'll love these songs if you love that song. So that's kind of where handing over the reins to your entertainment supplier is also a really good vibe because they know they know what works on the dance floor and they'll know that one of your top hits that you love is going to absolutely get that dance floor lit and, um, and they've got a couple of songs up their sleeve that they know is actually going to work really, really well with, with you and your guests.
0: It's like part art part science, I guess. And you guys are so great at reading crowds and all your experience kind of adds up. So you know how to play that on the day.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, you know, I really appreciate it when my clients ask me lots of questions and (laughs) because I want to do a really great job and I want my artists do a really great job and I want to make sure that everyone's expectations are not only met but exceeded as well so a really great tip is to ask your entertainment supplier you know lots of questions ask them what's in their repertoire what do they recommend and is this the best band size for me or is there anything missing should I add anything else you're a great supplier is going to want to do a fantastic job for you definitely asking them lots of questions especially during that booking process is, is super
0: key. I'm finding as a planner, there are a lot of couples who are wanting to get entertainers on board who can cover every every part or every section of the day. So for example, entertainers that can transition from the ceremony to the cocktails and canapes to the reception. So can you talk me through starting with the ceremony, I guess, what are some styles that a couple can go for? How can they uh, incorporate musicians in a way that kind of enhancing the ceremony without overwhelming it, I guess? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely a acoustic duo is perfect you know super simple and really effective because it lifts the energy of the vibe of the ceremony without going over the top you know if you've got pop songs in mind then an acoustic duo would be able to replicate those in a really beautiful way similarly a you know a string trio or a string quartet would be really beautiful as well and and a beautiful subtle choice especially if you've got some classical songs that you'd like to hear that can be delivered by a string section Um, there are some string artists as well who do do pop songs so um, that is Something which is pretty modern and a nice, a nice little twist as well. Our most popular options would be an acoustic guitarist, vocalist,
0: um, or a, a string, a string quartet, or string section. Both of those options are amazing and it's really down to I guess the taste of the the couple and the song choice that they want to go with. Following following the ceremony a couple might have cocktails and canapes before they go into their reception so this is a bit of a different vibe how do you use music during that time to uh, lift lift the spirits lift the vibe um, and prepare people to then head on into the reception? Yeah Jordan like you just
1: said it yourself you know that canapes section is really when you want to lift the spirits and the vibe at that time your couple might dart off for some photos with their photographer and videographer at that time and it's leaving most of your your fam and your, your guests together. You know, a lot of your guests will have just seen each other at the ceremony given them each other a bit of a wave and not really had a chance to catch up. But when the canopies open up, I'd be rushing over to my friend with a cocktail and going oh my gosh, I haven't seen you for like six months how are you? You know, and I'd be meeting family members that I had never met before and I'd be making new friends and that energy is really exciting and you're you're all there you know for that couple to celebrate their 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 wedding day like you want to be able to match that excitement level you know an acoustic duo playing pop tunes at that time and kind of getting your toe tapping without being too over the top obviously you don't want you know people slamming down drinks and singing all the voice at the top of their lungs but you know you definitely want people to be tapping their toes and going you know what I'm having a really good time this is going to be a great party and yeah if you've got an acoustic duo who are are bubbling along with some pop tunes that's a really great choice
0: it really kind of sets the scene for the reception I guess so when it comes to the reception you've got a couple of key parts you've got uh the music that's going to be happening while the dinner is is going on and then you've got the dance floor so how do how do couples kind of marry those two elements how can you seamlessly go from the dinner through to the dance floor and what are the different styles those two parts of the of the reception
1: generally you probably want to keep dinner music pretty chill and relaxed at that time because the focus isn't going to be on the music at all it's usually well the focus hasn't been on the music at all until uh, it is not until the dance floor opens anyway but um, but during dinner you really just want that music to be underscoring the meal and you still want to allow the opportunity for guests to be able to talk amongst you know themselves and across the table as well you don't want your guests yelling at each other Particularly if gran happens to be sitting really close to the speakers, like you don't want her to have a really hard time. So musically, you kind of want it to be pretty chill and pretty relaxed, and and not taking away from the conversation, and um, not taking away from the speech makers e- either. So um, that needs to be pretty relaxed. But then moving into the dance floor, we do have a couple of tricks that we recommend for that transition if you're happy for me to chat you through those jordan yeah um, do we usually have we usually find the thing that works best is if you cut your cake or you have your last sort of few speeches cut your cake, have your photos done get on the dance floor and if you want to dance with a member of your family do that then have that moment and ideally your guests would be out of their seats by then and, and sort of crowding around you on the dance floor um and then once that dance is completed you would move on and and The couple would dance together and from that dance you would go into the party and your guests are up on their feet and they're sort of standing around you on the dance floor and so as soon as the band or the DJ kicks into dance music everyone's already there and they're ready to go and they'll just run straight like they'll rush the couple basically and just like we're here to party so we find that that works really really well and then from there it's just like all guns blazing for the rest of the night
0: that's cool no it's a really nice transition and a really kind of natural and organic transition one of the questions that i get asked as a planner is from couples asking about a band versus a dj so what are your thoughts and how do the different options influence and affect the atmosphere on the dance floor
1: Look, it is really
0: personal choice
1: at the end of the day. If you've got a bunch of songs that you want to hear that are really well suited to a DJ, then it might be really hard for a live band to perform, you know, Sandstorm by Darude, for example, Um, in which case I will like recommending that they can go down that DJ path because it's a bit more realistic. You wouldn't want them to be disappointed by a live band because they can't play club club hits, I suppose. If you're looking at some of those really fun pop tunes and and rock songs and stuff like that you live band would crush that and you know the energy level that you get out of a front person and, a, and live musicians is is exceptional so you can't you can't beat it for a lot of our clients we do who are leaning towards a DJ we usually say hey we've also got some acoustic duos who can do your ceremony campaigns and dinner music and then you can switch to DJ at the end of the night and they get the best of both worlds they get live music and they also get the DJ a lot of our bands as well they a lot of our artists have Upskilled, So um, they're not just musicians, they're also DJs. So you can have the best of both worlds if you want. For example, you jump up and play a slamming party set and then I'll get up and DJ for 30 minutes or 45 minutes and then my band will get up and we'll all play again. If you had to make a choice between one or the other, I would look at your, your song choices and your style uh, of what you love. What, um, what's the demographic of your guests and what are they going to love? What are they going to want to party to? Um, is it mostly family members and aunties and uncles who want to dance to disco hits from the 70s? You know, maybe grab a band or if it's going to be you and your mates and you all used to go clubbing back in the day, I, I'd be leaning towards a DJ for you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And one thing I love when it comes to bands is that not all bands are created equal. So even if you have a band, you can tailor that. So you could go three piece, four piece, five piece. And I guess it is really dependent on the atmosphere. So, you know, if you want that like big band kind of feel that, you know, you love jazz and you want something really kind of big and full then you would go for more pieces whereas you know if you're after something more top 40 you know two or three or four might be more um, suitable so I guess it really depends on the atmosphere yeah it does it depends
1: on the atmosphere it depends on the number of guests and and the the style of the the client again you know we've got an acoustic trio I, I always come back to the Luke Zank trio because they're one of our marquee bands and everybody loves them but as a three-piece they are really great at getting a slamming dance war happening with a couple hundred people and that's you know ordinarily a really hard work for um, for any band but um to be able to do it as a trio is is fantastic and it comes down to their repertoire it comes down to the quality of musicians it also comes down to the quality of their gear and equipment you know don't always look past the options that are available to you just because it's a smaller band size does that
0: does that sort of make sense yeah totally yeah I have learned so much about event entertainment since I have the pleasure of working with you on weddings. I've seen you perform live. I have seen how you can get the atmosphere up, how you can really influence the atmosphere of a wedding through music. So it has been such a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for sharing all your tips and advice. And if people do want to find you, where can they, where can they hunt you down? Uh, yeah, so we're at um, evententertainers.com.au
1: and um, if you're in Sydney, just click the Sydney filter to see all of our Sydney artists. Similarly, if you're in, in Melbourne, you do the same. If you want to find us on Instagram, we are event underscore entertainers. Throw us a bit of a,
0: a follow and we'll keep you updated on our adventures. That sounds great. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Josie. I, I really do hope it won't be too long till we're back out doing weddings together and um and actually seeing each other in person.
1: Yeah, I like I'm
0: so ready to do a wedding
1: again. Um, but yeah, absolutely can't wait. Thanks again, Jordan.
0: Pleasure. Well, that brings an end to this week's episode of Plan Style Do. I hope you have enjoyed it. Please leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you did, and uh, that'll help other couples to find us. I will catch you next time.